Welcome back to another week of juxtaposition. I am JC and LC, my brother. We are back. How back are you doing, bro? How I doing, am man? well. I'm doing well, my friend. Um, all is well. Family is blessed. Breakthroughs on the horizon, man. Yes. Um, all has been good. A lot of lot of uh, busy days, you know, mm-hmm. as life does normally have. But it feels good to put the world on hold for a moment so that we can do uh, some work that actually has purpose, meaning impact so um in other words i'm excited for our discussion today bro so um yeah as let's, let's I, jump into it man as a mine I, I, it's blessing that you, you have the courage to put your world on hold knowing that you're a father for your husband your career man uh your brother your son and i think that 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 goes to show that we all have time to make space if we choose for the things that really yeah. matter uh, so as mentioned, uh, we're excited to be back for those who have listened to our first uh, two episodes and the teaser. We are back in season two. Uh, and in this season, we've we've eased in a bit, um, you know, but then, you know, we got a little got we got a little we, we, we put we put the 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 pedal to the metal if you will <laughs> last week um with comfortable complacency yeah, and that was good that was for our good. listeners it's only going to get hotter it's only going to yeah. get deeper uh because as you remember in the teaser we said this season is all about application and elevation yep. so we're going to dive in today with an episode that is entitled the hard pill to swallow uh so bro I'm going to turn it over to you in a second, you know, so as you think about all the things that I just described about your life, um, you know, particularly as someone who's in the faith, a man who's leading a family, uh, truly fighting each and every day to embody this juxtaposition lifestyle, opposing the things of the flesh, the carnal Mm. lifestyle, what specifically comes to mind with the phrase, the hard pill to swallow? Mm, so as you kind of just phrased that out for me, um, thinking about a hard pill to swallow, especially if I look at my from my life perspective, clearly, you know, if it's a pill that I need, it's something that clearly for the betterment of my health, right? So, you know, when I think about, especially as a man of God, as a family man, um, my pride, my time, my attention, you know, those could be hard pills to swallow to kind of put certain things aside mm-hmm. to ensure that I'm operating the way that my uh my father desires and the thing is is that even though it may be hard at times to digest what his will is for me it kind of sometimes even reminds me of my kids you know especially my uh especially when they were younger my middle son and you know this uh anytime you try to feed that dude something healthy he'd be like oh no that that that, that made me throw up you know yep. it, don't, it don't matter if it was a vegetable it don't Miss matter if it was days. strawberries it don't matter yeah. and i and i i remember um there was one time he was actually at our house having dinner with us as, as uh-huh. a family, and he was gagging on his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, I wish gagging. I could see this. Yeah, like imagine—I don't even know how old he was at that point, but literally would be like at five? the table gagging, gagging. <laughs> and so that to me, you know, because again, it's like it's healthy food, right? But it's not something you know, something good for his body, something good that's on the plate that's prepared for him, but. 
it's the willpower to accept it and to swallow it sometimes is just mm-hmm. it's just hard. So, you know, for myself, you know, and even as I just think about life, the hard pill to swallow sometimes, especially from a spiritual perspective, you need the flowing words or not even just the words, but the flowing waters of the spirit to lubricate your throat at times. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a that humility. Uh, to ensure that that pill goes down. So when I think about the hard pill swallow, it's literally looking, as we say, about the application of juxtaposing things. Mm. Juxtaposing is a hard pill to swallow, especially depending on how your emotions are interceding at that time. Yeah, so it's easier to show up, like, to church. It's easy to uh, read a book, you know, watch a YouTube sermon, but it's, it's the hard pill to swallow is the application. So that's a, a really nice, uh, you know, teaser into our conversation for today. Uh, and this in particular is a conversation for those who want to really get beyond this mundane Christian routine that, um, you know, just is uninspiring for the non-believers in many cases. And truly, for those believers, uh, this mundane Christian life, it, it often doesn't bear fruit in our mm. lives or the lives of those around us. I heard Prophet Lovey Bro recently talk about Gandhi. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And so you remember that. So yep, yep, what yep. he said was, in essence, was Gandhi made a comment. And I did not at all fact check this, y'all. So, but I, I know. It before, though, too. Okay. So basically, the essence of it was uh, Gandhi said, I love the God or the. Do you remember the essence of it? it basically, like, he, basically, he was saying, I love the God that, you know, Christians talk about, but I don't like Christians because right. they don't represent the God they claim to love. So that's yeah. why he never became a Christian because yeah. he saw how Christians represented who they claim to love, but it wasn't exactly what he wanted to love. If that makes sense, precisely. Sense. And, yeah. and and I think many of us we, we may not be aware of it. I think those of us with children are, or those of us who are um, incredibly sensitive to our spirituality, we understand that people are watching us. Yeah, and um, that is a hard pill to swallow. And and I think we. Oftentimes, do not do a really good job of representing this God that we say that we we love and serve, and even embody. But the essence of our conversation will have a backdrop of James, James chapter one in particular. There is so much meat in this chapter. So Elsie mm-hmm. and I, we're going to bounce around just a little bit. Uh, but this is a, a chapter worth reading on your own time. Genuinely, uh, again. It's about the application. So yeah. we, we are what we eat. So I, I definitely encourage us to, to tap into James. Um, and to that point, James, he is the half-brother of Jesus. Uh, and he is the author of this in-your-face, no-nonsense, no nonsense yet easy-to-read book, truly, uh, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And in essence, he is giving his readers a hard pill to swallow, one that will actually benefit them in this life if... If, if, if they choose to take heed uh, to, to the things that he's saying. Um, so, you know, there's, again, there's a lot in this chapter, but I really want to focus, Elsie, today on the hard pill to swallow parts. And it's not because I want to stress our listeners out, but because, again, we're, we're not here just to hear a good message. We're here to reap the benefits of this Christian lifestyle, right? Beyond having that Christian t-shirt or that Christian membership. So 
I'll begin to lean into the part of James that starts to challenge our faith, that thing that Christians say that we we often have. So, uh, you know, I'll start with um, James chapter one, as mentioned earlier, and I'll read verse one. Two, I'll start. I'll start with verse two, actually. So, yeah. uh, it says, "Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet various trials." Excuse me, various. Excuse, let me take it back. Mm. James one chapter two. Uh, I'm all over the place. James one verse two. My bad, y'all. <laughs> stick, stick with a brother. Stick with a brother. <laughs> it is a little early on this side of town. So James one verse two says, "Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds." For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let this and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So that's James one, verse two through four. And, you know, our listeners, as you as you hear those words, I I really want to ask you, how many of you, you know, know someone or in including yourself, do you think of yourself as someone who has embraced this concept of counting it all joy mm. when you meet trials? Like, let's be real. Let's yeah. let's let's, yeah. let's let's think about season one. Let's remove the mask. Yep. It was one of our one of our last episodes. And let's be real. What is our knee jerk reaction to tests that we experience in our family? with our finances, with our career, with our health, at our big age? What's our mm. response? And I want to ask us, do we ever consider that God is testing our faith mm. to produce something in and through us? Yeah, we, we do know that God is very closely watching us, right? He seeks our development. Um, he's testing us. And, you know, something, this is something that we as Christians talk about, oh, God is testing me, or, you know, when you grow, God will test you. But when the rubber LC hits the road, we typically run as fast as forest. Run, you know, forest, run. We, we, don't, we don't typically <laughs> lean into these tests and, and, and count them all joy. Yep. Like, let's think of education. We've yep. all completed some sort of schooling. And did you ever notice that those who didn't pass a test, they failed? And what I was did. the result of that failure, Elsie? Uh, being held back. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, you know, particularly as a grade or a final exam, you, yeah. you, di you did not get to the next level. Yeah. You didn't get the prize. You didn't move along with those who actually prepared themselves mm. for the assignment. Mm. I sent you a text earlier today. Um, you know, the the input is a reflection of the output. So yep. if 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 you're walking with no substance within yourself, despite you going to church each and every Sunday, when those tests come, you can't expect to be elevated and have the substance to respond with your God-given nature. Mm. So you know, as we think about our lives, I'll start with my own, bro. Like, I have been through the fire. And trust me, a brother has not passed every test. I yep. wish I had because I would yep. be in 
the Hollywood Hills somewhere in my mansion already. But thank God I have matured and I have positioned myself now for what's next. Nevertheless, I want you all who are listening to my voice to think about yourself, mm. to think about those things that God could have been testing you with, those tri- trials, those 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 difficult, tough situations. Have any of those experiences helped you walk away looking more like God than you did the day prior. Mm. That God that you say you love so much, that God that some of us have tattooed on our arm or our chest, somewhere on our body, that God that we sing songs about. These tests are designed to work something out in and through you, yet you choosing, it's a choice, you choosing to avoid God's will Yes, that will, that includes tests. I wonder if you realize how severely that hinders your experience with Christ and your input, or or rather your output in this life. Mm -hmm. Do you ever wonder why God feels so distant? Do you ever wonder why God feels like some intellectual concept that escapes your reality? Mm. Do you ever wonder why the answer to that prayer seems like a figment of your imagination? Our faith is tested constantly. And it makes me think of gold. And and, and I, I know this is something that is often referenced in the church. I've learned that gold has been a precious metal throughout history, bro. And fire is a way to test gold. And when that gold is tested with fire, the impurities are burned out. Mm. And when the impurities are burned out, only what's valuable is left. Right. Those who are listening to me, do you ever feel like you're full of yucky impurities that take the form of lust, bitterness, envy, self-sabotage that you just can't seem to escape? Mm. Ever think that you may be full of these impurities that were intended to burn, that were intended to be burned away, to allow you to yield fruit, to experience the richness of God. So, bro, before I turn it over to you, I I do want to mention that you know, Elsie and I, we typically reference, uh, bro, Elsie is usually in the Amplified. I'm usually in the English Standard Version translations of the Bible. And the reason why, you know, we're using different ones is because, and, and I want to say, <clears throat> we are looking at other translations as well. Um, <clears throat> I'm also diving into my commentary to really make sure I'm taking the substance of the word of God and making sure that it's making sense to me. For yeah. those who don't know, the Bible was not written in our language, English, right? So there are um, sometimes uh, uh, inaccurate translations. Sometimes there are translations that don't really bring the words to light in a way that is actually uh, relevant and real and applicable in your life. So I want to really reinforce the fact that if you out here reading the King James Version and confused about what was said, if you out here listen to your pastor and have no idea what he's talking about, but you pat yourself on the back because you've attended church, 
you're not swallowing the hard pill. Yeah. You're, you're, you're scratching the surface, doing the mundane task, and you're not experiencing the God that is available for you, that is available for your children, that is available for your sister, your brother who is currently dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really want to encourage our listeners to really make this something that we prioritize in this year. So, bro, I would love for you to weigh in and also transition us over a little deeper into James. Uh, okay. Uh, James that talks about wisdom. Uh, I believe that's around chapter five. So, um, so yeah, let, let's let's toss it over to you, bro. Yeah. No. I, uh, before I even jump into, it, I want to make another point clear that what you're saying because I, you know, we hear this term test and trials, but we don't put it to context sometimes, um, especially when we hear in the church aspect. What we have to understand, guys, is that you should not see the same version of yourself every single day as the same. Say a lot for the people in the back. If you are literally operating in the same manner, meaning when somebody offends you, you operate the same way that you did five years ago. When somebody disrespects you, you operate the same way you did when you were eight years old. When somebody tells you that you're not good enough, you still fall back into the same level of depression you did because of what mommy, daddy didn't do for you. Like those are the evidence, the fruit, the, the bad fruit, the rotten fruit that we talked about, the other fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. that show that you have not actually transformed. You haven't actually developed the capacity to showcase what you should be doing based on your current reality. So again, like you said, bro, and I will jump into uh, James um, chapter one, verse five through eight before I get there, because he hints at something so easily, I believe, overlooked as as Mm -hmm. Christians. You know, we we don't really get to understand. I want to go back to the statement you made. You said, do we ever feel like we're full of impurities that Mm -hmm. need to be burned away? And I can say for myself, yes, Mm -hmm. I have felt that way. And, and, And those impurities... I know have been barriers that have hindered my faith Mm -hmm. to expand within God. Mm -hmm. So, and still to this day, as I speak to you, there are things within myself that I know that needs to be removed so Mm -hmm. that I can not only just draw closer to my understanding of who I'm supposed to be, but Mm -hmm. draw closer to the understanding of who God has called me to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not always easy, right? To embrace. It's not easy to deal with, but, it's the necessary pill to swallow mm-hmm. in order to shed that weight, that mm-hmm. burden, that those circumstances so that we can start operating in a God given potential that's been made for all of us. So mm-hmm. I just want to just kind of, you know, throw some, some extra Love seasoning it. on that. But back to James chapter one, verse five through eight. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will mm-hmm. give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask, Mm -hmm. keyword, but when you ask, be sure your faith is in God Mm -hmm. alone, Mm -hmm. not your children, not your bank account, not your house, not Mm -hmm. your mama, not your dad, not your husband, Mm -hmm. not your wife, Mm -hmm. God alone. Mm -hmm. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty. My husband is more important than God. Mm -hmm. My children are more important than God. A person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave in the sea. That is blown, loyal to be divided between God and the world. They are unstable in everything they do. And I, I had to throw some 
I guess some uh, worldly tidbits in the scripture just to kind of, again, make it very plain because my first thought when I, when I look at Can you actually go back? Can you, can you read, take us from, take us from verse six, because I think you missed a part between seven and eight. Can you take us back from, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty. Can you start with the do not divided waver? Divided loyalty to be unsettled, uh, Keep going. blown Keep and going. tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Yes, I did miss that. I apologize, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. I so just, I, and I'm reason why I said yeah, I'm glad yes. that you called that back mm-hmm. out because that's the most probably the meatiest part of it all. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you for calling it. For Calling that out, um, and see, and, that, and that's one thing, bro. I do real quick to pause. That's one thing I do love about this podcast because I want people to see we 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 are not some uh, e- evangelistic, you know, born into the world uh, into the word that we're we're scholars with this. We just know everything. No, I I am flawed, but we know in part. I mean, even the the those who are scholars, uh, yeah. those who do prophesy, we prophesy in part. We know in part, right? Yeah. So yeah. there is. Those who are looking for perfection look in the mirror and yes. realize it yes. doesn't exist. And and being open to on the spot correction without wavering in emotion like oh. that. Th- th- those are some key things. Again, I wouldn't have been able to be that 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 way if I didn't transform through certain trials that I've gone through. Right. So I digress. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of highlight that real mm-hmm. quick. Um, so back to the essence of that that description, James. The first question or my first thought when it comes down to this statement is, are we comfortable asking our generous God for wisdom and the type of wisdom that will empower us to conquer all the challenges we experience in life? Because mm-hmm. if we're not, then that by itself already says something. If you don't feel that you have the right to go to God with a request, that, that says something because mm-hmm. we all should feel comfortable regardless of our quote unquote Walk with God. You know, everybody has this, oh, my individual walk. I don't care what your walk is. Are you comfortable going to the throne of grace with boldness to make your request known to your father? Mm -hmm. That is the question. Because that's the first thing. And secondly, when we make our request known of what we need, clarity, discernment, um, where does our faith reside when we make these statements and these requests? Is our faith in God or is it just in the results of your request? Mm-hmm. You're believing because because again, if it's just in the results of your request, it's almost like believing in Santa only right. because you see presence under a tree, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the part that is easily overlooked. We we ask for wisdom, but our faith is based on how we feel during our experiences. Meaning that though I should be leaning on God's wisdom, I care more about the results of being what I expected from God. Never identifying that through my request, he's attempting to purify me, to test my faith in what I've asked. And when we ask God for something, the results aren't shaping up the way that we expect. How do we respond? Do we turn course and take matters into our own hand? And I, I want to interject really quickly because yeah. Christians, especially to the point of LC, you and I being vulnerable about the fact that we're not scholars. We we don't know it all. We're <clears throat> we're we're disciples. We are learning this thing and we're mm. getting off the bench and, and we're getting in the game, right? Yeah. So and yeah. we're willing to do that and to and to do it imperfect, but to do it with a sincere heart. But 
many Christians are, they, 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 they memorize scripture as well. Faith is a substance of the things hoped for, evidence of the things not yet seen. And they can just spew that out and, and prou- be proud about it. But it's like, to the point of what you're saying, it's like, I'm so wrapped up in, basically you're talking about my experiences, the things I can mm-hmm. see, the results. But it's like, mm-hmm. but faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet. So it's like, like you, you can't really you're not supposed to even really be able to see it like it, it's, you're believing in something that is not necessarily tangible so i just want to like right. re-emphasize the fact that if your faith is rooted in what you experience and what you see and the results i don't know that we can call that faith but and i love how you how you've kind of wrapped it up right because that highlights the part where it talks about where our loyalty really lies do our loyalties rely only in the results or in what you said, the faith in who God is? Because what that's going to do, it's going to expose our double mindedness. And this is where we start to deceive ourselves. Right. The, the heart is deceitful. That's the double mindedness that we're talking about. Right. And the thing is, the results of being double minded lead us to not praying about everything, as it says in Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about anything. Instead, Pray about everything. Mm-hmm. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then, then you will experience God's peace, which mm-hmm. exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So do we thank God for what we've asked for during our prayer time or only when the results come in like a direct deposit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because this is what deceives us. We tell ourselves we're making strides in the right directions. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm shedding off the, the, the last year and I'm shedding off my, my bad habits. But two days later, you right back to where you started. Same issues, different day, different season, different year. However, it is the same mountain sounds like an israelite experience stiff necked unable to move right and this is again the evidence of being unstable and tossed in the wind if you will because we can't see god do something for us but at the same time put conditions on the timing and the results and even our participation right because mm-hmm. the participation is in this all is are you willing to suffer mm-hmm. right as jc talked about gold is purified by fire so what do we think is supposed to be purifying our faith? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's going to feel like a hot flame. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, if this is not adding up for you, it may be highlighting at times you're double-minded. Mm-hmm. And at times you blame the lack of your results on others mm-hmm. and still never acknowledging or relying on a the power thereof. Meaning we're not even asking God for wisdom in order to see that his will is being done but only for our own desires to be fulfilled. Cause we want God to free us. Free me, Lord. So take, I, I, validate me, vindicate me. But that's all I want. My vindication doesn't come with your glory. My vindication comes with, see, I told you I was right. Mm. I told you I was, I was more than a conqueror, but mm. I'm going to, again, God goes back to the back burner and that's the unfortunate reality of it all. Yeah. And, and even I would say, you know, I really want to emphasize again, and we've said this throughout season one, there's no condemnation in Christ. None. So I I want to really, I'll use myself as an example. So 
for those who listen to Comfortable Complacency, we talked about being uncomfortable and the things that God opened up through our family as we leaned into uncomfortability to do his will. Yeah. And I told you guys at a fast, our family went on a fast following the, um, the time we had at Thanksgiving. And as I was on my fast, I realized that I was in some cases, more cases than I needed to, I was driving the bus of my life. I was making a decision and I wanted God to back, excuse me. I was making a decision and I wanted God to back it up Mm. instead of me submitting Mm. to God's will. Mm. And and, and, in that season of me stepping away from my flesh in certain ways as I fasted, I realized that I said, wow, Lord, like this is something I thank you, Lord, that you, you showed me that I and making decisions and I want you to back me because I'm your son, because you love me. And so like, I want to use myself as an example to say that don't feel beat up and beat down and, 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 and incapable of, of, of positioning yourself rightfully uh, to submit to all that God has available for you, but you have to swallow this hard pill in order to bear fruit. Yeah. So as mentioned earlier with James, there's so much to unpack and I'm going to jump around a bit uh, because I want to get to some of the meat. But again, for those who are willing to juxtapose their flesh and to do the things that are needed, including swallowing some hard pills, your homework homework assignment today is to, to make space for James one. Hey, let your Bible app read it to you brother yep. and sister. Yep. Put your headphones in. Let that put your headphones in. in. Put it in a translation that makes sense for you. Yeah. So I want to jump over to James 1 verse 12 and it says, blessed is a man who remains steadfast under trial mm-hmm. for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love them, who love him. So as mentioned, we talked about various trials and, and this is a, uh, an output of those who are considering it joy and, and they're remaining steadfast under the trial. They will receive the crown of life. So mm-hmm. as we think about what's at stake when we do the opposite, when we don't remain steadfast under trial, we are at risk of not receiving the crown of life. All of us who are listening to my voice, including myself, we all want to be blessed. Everyone has a prayer request. But are we positioning ourselves to receive the very things that we want, let alone the things that go beyond our tangible blessings that only serve us and our loved ones in this temporary life? Tony Evans, at this point, our, our, our true juxtaposition crew, you know, <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm pull out some Tony Evans. And he highlights that 
there's an importance of going beyond these tangible blessings that are here today, gone tomorrow, that often take us away from God while only puffing up our vanities, our pursuits, our wills at the expense of genuinely chasing God's will for our life in order to lean into those true blessings. Bro, this truly makes me think of the fruits of the spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Those things that are intangible, gentleness, kindness, patience. So um, I, I, I wonder if we ever consider why so many of us have spent so many years filling voids with things that have now become burdens. That spouse, that house, that job, and sometimes even that child. Mm. Did I say that? I mm. mean, you said it. Say a little louder. Me, I'm not, because I'm not going to get in trouble. I don't got no kids. <laughs> I don't need nobody trying to come for me. Listen, he said be fruitful and multiply. You can take that as you see it fits. But um, <laughs> although as quiet as it's kept, we oftentimes just want to be soothed by these things we're praying for. Mm. And oftentimes, these things tend to wreak havoc in our lives. Mm, 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 mm. True blessings go beyond what this world can give you. And it takes you into the depths of what only God has made available. Is anyone lacking peace, joy, self-control, or more important, well, arguably more importantly, the ability to speak those things that are not as though they are and actually see the results? Those are the true blessings that I'm talking about. And we should not miss out on those blessings this year, but you control that narrative. I, Bro, it's often said that like, oh, I'm waiting on God, but I want to let you know, brother and sister in Christ, God has been waiting on you. That part. And you know, it's, it's funny, you know, again, I, I just, I don't know, I'm just feeling very uh, uh, transparent in this conversation. I think a lot of people have been perplexed by my peace in life. Like, bro, yep. you ain't got no wife. Yep. You ain't got yep. no key. Like, even my colleague, they'd be like, so you just went to Miami for Christmas by yourself? <laughs> and did and it was incredibly luxurious and i spent beautiful time with my heavenly father you don't Amen. have to go to miami and being in the nightclubs and you, you know getting yourself drunk to you rolling around ocean drive no you can spend yeah. and and i'm using that as an example but yeah i am able to walk on water with god like i i can have the most I mean, for example, I, I have with with the career I have, I have multi million dollar, and I don't say that 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 uh, uh, in a boastful way because it's God doing it through me. I'm not smart enough to do half the things that I do, but I have these multi million dollar opportunities that come to me. Yeah, and I just continue to say God, like, and and then there are challenges, there are legal challenges. There, we're working with movie studios to promote different products and and there are all these complexities i'm like lord i know you got this work mm -hmm. show them that you are my god show them i can't do it you can show them god give me peace give me joy let me sleep in my bed and 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 not feel like i'm missing something yeah because i have you this yeah. is the stuff i'm talking about yeah yeah being able to be isolated with the father Mm. To call those things that are not as though they were. So I want you all to experience what I'm just starting to scratch. Yeah. Yeah. 
But um, but yeah, bro. I love, um, I love that. So I um, shall we wrap up with the part that we really love as Christians, and I do say that loosely. I'm referring <laughs> to the part that speaks about hearing and doing the word of God. <laughs> so um, can, can you, again, we jump around a little bit. Um, you know, I want you, bro, to, to take us a little deeper into James. We're gonna okay. jump a little later down to James 22. Um, you know, I would love for you if you could highlight the risk of us Christians who go to church, who pay our tithes, who give our two dollars and fifty cents to the needy, yet in our hearts we don't sincerely do the will of God according mm. to His word. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, first, before I even get into that, bro, I, I love how your words provoking spirits right now, and and I say that with so much which with a big smile on my face because that was one of my big requests when we first started this uh podcast i think it was literally mm-hmm. episode one i said i want this to have an impact that provokes us you did because at the, because at the end of the day if all people say oh this is such a nice podcast it makes me feel so good on the inside then we ain't doing no work right i want i want to call what it is that 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 is called fluff so Thank you for leaning on the hard stuff and giving that suppressing fire, as I like to call it, keeping the enemy's head down in the dirt. Like we got, we got to keep it going because if our carnal form of thinking, uh, we, we don't always reflect on that fact that the burdens that we carry. And going back to again, season one, you ask. Mm-hmm. A lot of the burdens that we carry, we ask for. So I love how you call that out, right? We want the spouse, want the job, want the car, want, and don't know what comes with it. Because it's just for to make me feel soothed. We don't have mm. the spiritual context mm. to deal with what we ask for. Mm. Right? So I love how you called it out. So, um, but back to you. Can I say something really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. You know what I think about sometimes? Exactly. I feel like sometimes we are like, I, are you definitely like Peter. I don't know which disciple. I, in my head, I'm John. I don't know if I'm John. Like I'm, I'm like felt, David in my head. I like they, David. Well, yeah. He was not a disciple, brother. Well, he wasn't, but I'm just saying, you go ahead. Never mind. Let's keep it in context. He was a king. I listen. I well, you know what? That I you you definitely were David. But nevertheless, I digress. I feel like sometimes, like we are like these disciples who just like you know, you was on a boat, you fishing, and like you like Lord, like I'm not like don't call me like why would you call me like I'm just a sinner like you know, and I'm in my mind I'm John or whatever whatever. But like, um, I feel like sometimes it's like us going against Pharisees. And they like they they know the word. They're scholars. They like and they're you know maybe more mature, more seasoned. They're like, who do you think you are? Yeah, like, yeah. but when you get when when you start when you get that when you are perplexed when you mm. are offended, mm. there's something. There's my mom has been very transparent. And she said she basically mm-hmm. in essence has said, you know, if there's a fence, there, there, there's something that there's to be investigated there. Yes. There's something to yes. think about there. There yes. is there's something that is 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 scratching or, or irritating my flesh. Mm-hmm. And if I'm irritated, I could just either be irritated or I can do some self-inventory yep. and realize that there is a there there. There's something that's that 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 I could either just be ignorant to and 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 be mad about. Or be humble mm-hmm. and submissive and see that God could be trying to use the foolish things of this world yep. to confound the wise. Yep. But I yep. digress. Over no, and, and, and I love that because that speaks right into what we're going into. So, again, going to James 
chapter 1, verse 22 through 25. But don't just listen to God's word. Well, you must do what it says, meaning apply. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. Again, having all this knowledge and you can spit scripture, but you're unable to do, you're, you're only fooling yourself. Right. Or if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing in a mirror in your face or at your face. And you see yourself walk away and you forget what you look like. Mm-hmm. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that is that sets you free, mm-hmm. a law that sets you free. Mm-hmm. And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, mm-hmm. then God will bless you for doing it. Yes. And, and, and the thing is, again, going back to there's no condemnation. If you're not doing it yet, this is an opportunity for you to say, OK, I get Facts. it. I'm not doing it. I let's take the let's take the baby in. steps right yeah um so so again it's highlighting those of us who are willing and that's the thing that that scripture is really highlighting those of us that are willing to be purified by god mm-hmm. and his word versus mm-hmm. those of us who just like hearing about god from time to time because mm-hmm. it gets us emotionally titillated we mm-hmm. we'd like to scream and run around the church and hallelujah roll all around but mm-hmm. when you leave the church Mm. We still have the same power we walked in the church mm. with. None. Nothing. Nothing. Empty. Right. And God is impressed by our works. Like, do you think God's impressed by this podcast? I hope y'all don't think he is because he's not. Right. He's not impressed by it. He's not impressed by the activities. However, though, mm-hmm. it is about the impact of knowing again, this is for his will. Mm-hmm. Because if we haven't truly included him in our lives, this podcast will be meaningless. Correct. Right. And so we pray out loud. Lord, please bless my business so that it can flourish for your mm-hmm. name's sake. But when that money start coming in, mm-hmm. oh, now you want to do it as you see fit mm-hmm. and be praised for your, you know, eight figures that you got. And hey, that's great. But what was that really your prayer? Right. Mm-hmm. We asked God, Lord, give me a wife, mm-hmm. but I want her to serve me. Mm-hmm. Make me feel like a king. Make me mm-hmm. feel good. Honor my name, my legacy. Mm-hmm. But what about God, my brothers? Mm-hmm. When, when when things take that humanity turn for the worse, right, in the marriage, the businesses, the whole nine, then we start to blame game, forgetting everything that we were taught. Mm. So here's the thing. Listening to JC and I, going to your local church or streaming church, that all those things are great. It's great. It's necessary. It is very necessary. You got to feed yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But what are you actually applying from what you've learned? Do you even remember the sermon? Uh, that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but more importantly, you even remember the sermon. Where is the evidence of your application? They're because, right there. Because mm-hmm. God always produces results, especially if he's entwined in our hearts, right? Mm-hmm. God's desire isn't for us to be some robotic slaves trying to be right and wrong. Because, I, ooh, that makes me go crazy. We got so many yeah. Christians that are so focused on being right and wrong and keeping yeah. a law that you are literally robotic slaves to his word unnecessarily, not realizing that you are supposed to be free mm-hmm. in his will, meaning mm-hmm. that you could talk to anybody. I don't care what they are. If they're on the street, mm-hmm. if they're in a, a lost in the, in the daggone middle of the sea, you'll be able to find them and show them who God is through you. Facts. So that again, not only that you are transformed, but people start to become transformed because of you. That when people see, when people see you after three, four months, they ain't seen in a long time, they, they start to look at you and realize, like, man, you're not the same. Something about you is different. And the mm-hmm. only thing that you can reply is 
his love and favor. Because throughout the trials and the testing of your faith, Mm -hmm. you have become fully sold out on the fact that, hey, if it's not God's will, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. And here's the thing, guys. That takes a different type of commitment and discipline. And I know that sounds extreme. I understand it sounds extreme. Trust me. If I hear myself say it, it almost sounds extreme. But here's the thing. How else are we going to develop? How else are we going to stand on his promises if we're not willing to be what we are supposed to be, which is different? We ain't supposed to look like everybody else. Right. And the thing is, too. This doesn't happen overnight. So as we mm-hmm. said earlier, don't beat yourself up if you're not seeing this just yet. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. So thanks be to God, we serve a patient father who desires us all to stand firm regardless of what we are facing. Hence, again, the verse that we've already called out, James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4, that dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, because they're mm-hmm. coming. They yeah. coming. Oh, they coming. You might feel good today, but it, it, wait until tomorrow. They coming. Consider it an opportunity mm-hmm. for great joy. Mm-hmm. Meaning, again, and I love that word opportunity because here's the thing. A lot of us, when troubles come, we don't take the opportunity to call it joy. We take the opportunity to call it the devil's on top of my back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm under depression. I'm under anxiety. I'm under, I'm under uh, just, again, the world is crap. Instead mm-hmm. of realizing, no, I have an opportunity to say, all is well with me in my household. Amen. Right. So to go further, verse three, for, you know, that when your faith is tested, mm-hmm. your endurance has a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Endurance won't grow, guys. If you're not willing to lean into it, it, mm-hmm. it won't have a chance. It's only through this taking your bad opportunities and remembering it is all great joy that now your endurance has a chance to grow. Mm-hmm. Verse four. So let it grow. Mm-hmm. For when your endurance is fully developed. Oh, then you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. What? And I want to kind of even emphasize I needed nothing part, especially for my married brothers and sisters. Uh, more speak for the man perspective. I can't necessarily mm-hmm. dive into that the other side hundred uh, percent. But needing nothing means that sometimes your kids might not make you feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Your wife might not touch you and make you feel loved. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of it all, you realize that my guy has loved me first. So whether my wife hugged me or kissed me or not, it don't matter because God loves me. And through the love that he has put through me, I still can love her like she that she needs. I can still love my kids. I can still mm-hmm. serve my family. Mm-hmm. Right. And it don't always feel good. Mm-hmm. But because I am in his complete peace, boy, I don't, I don't need nobody else to validate me. I'm able to swallow that hard pill. I am able to swallow the hard pill. So again, my only question to us all, are we willing to ask and operate and understand that we are to be with him and his will is within us to lean on him or lean on our own understanding, forgetting everything we've learned when the burdens of life come knocking on our door. And I say when the burdens of life come knocking on our door, because it's always great to love on God and say God's so good when you got what you want. When you got what you thought you needed. But when the burdens come with what you asked for, where you go? Where do you go? And Whew. Sorry, I had to I, I let wanna, that part out. <laughs> I want our listeners to really think about the thoughts that are crossing your mind right now. Yeah. Because many of you are feeling 
some type of way. I don't know exactly what way you feel, but many of our listeners are feeling some type of way. And I just want to reinforce that if you're struggling with this message, you're struggling, I want to reinforce the title. It's the hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And our heavenly gracious father, Jesus, who is a propitiation for our sins, he too, in the flesh, had a hard pill to swallow. Yes, he did. And he didn't choose. He asked his father, mm-hmm. you know, in essence, like, do I have to take this pill? That but, part, he sure did. But take this cup from me. He sure but, did. but let your will be done. But, mm-hmm. and I, I really, I really, really pray look beyond the messengers and think of the message. And as we wrap up, I want to talk really quickly, James 1, verse 26. And it says, 26 through 27, actually, if anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Let me Mm. say that again. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit the orphans and the widows in their affliction Mm -hmm. and to keep oneself unstained from the world. So what about your walk has been pure in God's eyes. When is the last time you have bridled your tongue to let the Holy Spirit intervene when you just knew you had a right to say something back? Mm, The right and wrong. Here we go with that again. When's the last time you've gone out of your way for someone in their affliction? What are you doing right now to keep yourself unstained from this world. So friends, by this point, the pill is in your hand. And the question is, will you swallow it? Will you then commit to take it daily despite every other priority in your life? If we know that the testing, the doing God's will, the going against the grain, the juxtaposing sin with a life that seeks God, the godly things that open the doors for us to have a real life experience with Christ, you have to ask yourself, what's stopping you from taking that pill? Mm -hmm. Mm. Is your will worth pursuing over God's? And if it is, ask yourself, what has it gotten you thus far? Mm. Mm. This is a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. But for those who do, 
it will change your life forever. Forever. And you can't go back. You won't even want to go back. You will not want to go back. But friends, we will be here next Friday. Until next time, this is Juxtaposition. <laughs>